Hi everyone, it's Michelle at Divine's Purpose, sending you all so much love, so much gratitude, so much good, good. Um, you know, there's so much <laughs> topics and there's so much different concepts I can bring forward. However, the strongest message that keeps coming in is the understanding of 1221 and the importance of this massive shift. The one thing we have to understand that 1221 is solstice. So we have winter solstice, depending on where you are around the world, or summer solstice, depending where you are around the world. Also, we have to understand that it is the completion of the Mayan calendar a decade ago, 10 years ago. And this is really big for me because I am living on Mayan land. I am here to fulfill a prophecy and a mission that has already been completed, but yet has taken its own different form in the new beginning. So I'm still here and I'm loving Mayan energy because it reminds me of Egypt. The most important thing here is to understand when the Mayans said it was the end of the world, it meant it was the end of the old matrix patriarchal system. Now, why this is very important is because we have to look at things a little bit more outside of our own box. So in this episode, I'm going to ask you to actually leave in your own dimensional space where you are right now. Leave the city, leave the job, leave the family, leave the friends, leave your even your thoughts of what you feel that you need to do right now, right? So let's take you out of your, mm, the word I'm hearing is your self-illusion box, okay? And come with me on this because you have to understand, I, I'm basically raising all of us outside of that box so we can see a little bit more of the perspective of what's occurring, okay? So Let's look at how much the world has changed in 10 years. How much has changed? How much illusion has come to light? How many beautiful souls around the world have been activated, have been initiated, have started remembering who they are? How many people have started this deep level of soul healing that has activated through the motion of your heart chakra, your emotions, your DNA? It's so deep and cellular, cellular, knowing these concepts, you know? Look at all that. Because on 1221, we're about to enter a whole new decade, and that is new earth energy. And, you know, to know that is so exciting. But you also have to look at things outside of your limitations. And this is the most important thing is because if you think the last 10 years have changed so much, imagine the next 10 years. You know, we've all been awoken to the path of there's a new earth happening. There's a new perspective. There's a new shift. There's something that is changing, meaning the old world is dying. That is true. The old world is dying. The human template, the human avatar, the slave mentality is dying. And it takes a lot of work and dedication to receive the gifts of your divine consciousness. So 1221, 10 years ago, the Mayans predicted 
that it would be an end of the world. And they were right. Now we've been teaching, right? For me, for example, I've been teaching prophecy for years, telling you that there's a new energy coming. There's a new energy coming. But what does this really look like? Well, as we raise a little bit higher, we understand that we're going to look at the future. And the next 10 years, there's a lot of different changes. We understand the global destruction. We understand the financial issues. We understand, you know, the farmers are even saying we don't have enough to even crop food. So we know there's going to be a massive shift. But we also know that this is when the new earth leaders, so we're talking about the light workers. We're talking about the wanderers. We're talking about the star seeds. We're talking about the indigo and the crystal children that have come to this planet to create massive changes through their own energetic field, through their own work, and through their own teachings to really shine a light on where, where we're supposed to go. So I feel that the next 10 years is going to be even a, even a little bit more of a struggle for those who have been avoiding the truth of God. And the reason is, is because this is like, people don't like to call this the void, but it is kind of the void depending on where you are in consciousness. So this won't resonate for everybody. But the void in regards to the duality is going to be even stronger. Do I hold on to the old or do I fully leap and surrender into what I already know. So this is when you are understanding that you actually have a choice to really grab onto these divine gifts, which means psychic insight, intuition, activating the kundalini, and so forth. So even your own dialogue, the way you speak, the way you actually understand energy will completely change. Like I said, look at your life the last 10 years. You know, how much, have, how much has changed? How much have you resisted? How much did you hold on to the old? Because the next 10 years is really going to be even more of a massive shift. And, they, and guys, when I said duality is going to be like even more prevalent, even in our own lives, depending on what we choose. So when I say that shift, it could be magical or it can be very destructive, depending on the choices you make every single day. So in regards to being a prophetess, prophetess, we're just starting to see these events that every religion and every prophet and prophetess has spoken about. The awoken souls, the teachers, the gurus, the mystics, you know, we're entering the gatekeeper energy, you know, the gatekeepers. Um, and to know to be a gatekeeper is someone who holds the key to one's divinity and to others' divinity, hence why I have the ankh, the ink, the key of life tattooed in between my breast for many other reasons, but it is the gatekeeper. And the gatekeeper could be like 
the bridge to humanity into your divinity. I teach this all the time to my clients. You are the rainbow bridge. You are the bridge between humanity to divinity. You're helping souls rise out of their darkness, which is their illusion, their denial, their lack, their ego, right? And step into their truth. Now, this is really beautiful because that means that everybody has an opportunity right now to really grasp onto these divine gifts. But it means that you really have to show up and take full accountability for everything you are also holding on to. The shift is going to be massive. But the thing is, you have to also understand that the thoughts and the egoic mind will constantly trick you and want you to stay in the old. This is going to be the biggest task for all of us because it's this constant program that keeps running and you understand that by the time we've reached the age of seven in this life, the programs were full force. And you know this by how you choose to live your life. Are you living your life in front of a television? Are you living your life in front of a video game? Are you living your life constantly in celebrity culture? Because if you say yes, then you are constantly being programmed to the way they like to slave human beings, which is old energy. The more and more you rise, you understand that everything becomes unity consciousness and we're all rising into one and everything is a mirror. Everything. Be so cautious about that energy, your thoughts, your projections, your judgments with self and others. You know, now that I'm looking at people commenting on like photos or, um, you know, posts that I make, you know, whatever anybody says is just a reflection to their own energy. And the more people separate a demonic energy versus the divine energy through that program, celebrities, culture, sports, politics, science, religion, that's all old world. That's all dead, dying, but dead. Because I say it as Kali Ma, you know, Jama Kali. Because this is Kali Yuga. This is where we have um, really grasped on to the dark mother that is really killing off that demonic spirit that we all have, which is called the ego. So anything that is reflected in that energy will be highlighted more because the energy has shifted in the last 10 years. So everything feels even more intense. Everything feels more dramatic. It, it feels closer to you. You know, it's like, it's like that trigger is just right in your face. Like it's like even your face is like pushed that's how much the energy has shifted because it is showing you your own reflection. So the next 10 years, as we enter 1221, you have to be very cautious and also be in a place of truly retreating. I would tell you to retreat and I would tell you to listen to this and ask yourself, what would God and goddess have me to do in my life? 
This is the biggest thing because I can go down and under consciousness, but everything is God and God is consciousness. I've been telling this to people for so long. You keep praying to God. You keep asking God to help you, but yet you feel lost, right? Because God only has one message. I love you. Come home. I love you. Come home. It's beautiful. It's beyond anything. That's all God has for you. What you really need to do is start embodying goddess and bringing in the divine mother because it is the goddess that is like the moon. Every night, the moon changes cycles. It is a reflection of our own spiritual journey, reflecting our soul being asleep for so long and killing off the human ego and awakening the soul and then going through the transition and going through the waves and going and returning into the water of consciousness and understanding it all that you know, if you work with the goddess, she as an energy will honor where you are. And this is Christ consciousness. And starting in 2023, the second coming, which is the chosen ones, right? You could say the 144,000 are now enlightened and they remember who they are because they are very old souls, some of us are ancient, <laughs> that have, have received the key of wisdom and understand the journey of the illusion and understand how to, like Dolores Cannon would say, manipulate the energy to teach appropriately and trigger precisely. And the reason why is because that is the medicine we need to awaken the Christ within us. And why this is so important is because this journey is not about love and light. It's about truth. And truth can be very triggering to an ego that is deeply asleep. So 1221 is extremely big. <laughs> and it's because... There is so much more light coming in. And when I say light, I mean love. And when I mean love, I mean honest love, pure love, tough love. Because love is not only the energy that is running the ship. It has to be so bright that the darkest parts of you burst open. And you can imagine the pain sometimes of that darkness that burst open. Because human beings love to resist change. And most human beings not only resist, but are in deep denial of truth, especially when it has to do with their own reflection. There's two types of resistance. One that you're totally not aware of. And the second one is that you're aware of it, but yet you're still pushing it away. And both of those energies is something that has to be mm, like explosive and wide open. And the next 10 years, you know, depending on what you choose and how you go about living your life, it's going to make these crazy changes in your own inner world. So the reason why I asked you to leave yourself at this time is because I want you to expand to understand that this is actually just the beginning 
of the Aquarius age. And I think that a lot of people thought because you just felt it and thought that it was going to happen in one year. But look how quickly 10 years have gone by. So be patient, but at the same time, know that time is done. There is no more time. So you can't constantly resist. It's now. It's now. You know, I just keep now, now, now. It's not never. It's just now, now, now. And you will constantly feel that energy every single day. Now, now, now. And I think that's amazing because we know the power of now. We know the present. It is a gift, right? However, 1221 is giving you a glimpse of the future. So you too are a psychic. You too are tapped in. You too can really grasp onto this energy and play it to your own advantage with God and goddess, not through your ego, but through the highest form. A lot of people don't even know what their purpose is. Years and years go by and they're still like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. You know, that is resistance to the acceptance of who you truly are because you are energetically giving power away to things that no longer serve you. I was talking to a client today and it was so beautiful saying, you know, talking about, for example, let's say a twin flame journey, right? You know, I love my twin. I love them so much, but consciously, you know, that person's not ready. And I, we had this conversation saying, even holding on to that type of love can actually bring your energy down because you're constantly going back into old energies, old memories, which is karmic um, expectations, wanting to them to change control, manipulation, um, codependency. That is that's holding you down. So you're, you're being asked to evolve or repeat, right? Constantly. But if you evolve, that means you got to cut that energy completely off and know that that person will always be in your heart, but you have to evolve. You must go to where you need to be as a soul. You understand? Or, um, for example, um, you know, we have a lot of people right now really contemplating their life. And, you know, as a shadow worker, I go through a lot of different energies with my clients. You guys, it's probably the hardest part of my mission. However, it is something that needs to be definitely celebrated because people need help and people are really in dark places. And there are a lot of people who love someone who is afraid that they're going to take their life and the denial of it is so real like I'm scared that this person is going to take their life I love them how about if they take their life I don't want them to take their life and they're trying in their mind to um, analyze someone else's fear and their own darkness but really it's a reflection of their own so what I'll do is take my client and say well how about if they do take their life how will I handle it? And, you know, if you say that and repeat that, meaning acceptance of that situation playing out, most people tend to crumble and cry and and really understand that they have to accept it, even in that deep emotion of loss and grief, you know, because the thing is, death is not the end. Death is not the end. We have actually um, started dying by the moment we were born. Death is the only thing promised. So to really understand that and accept that deep layer of fear, that deep layer of 
um, attachment, that deep layer of codependency, that deep level of emotion and accept that nothing is lasting forever in this specific life is so liberating. And this is the importance of shadow work, but that's an example of denial. And we're all being shown this in our own reality. But the more and more closer you stay within a box, which would be like, I would say the comfort zone, you know, the place that you, I just want to be here because this is what I know. This is what I feel. This is where I'm comfortable. But I know that I'm being called to a greater awareness, a greater expansion of self and others and humanity and to be in service, right? Because we're really all here just to be in service to God. We are God's messengers. Then you understand, right, that you have to step out of that, and see things in a greater way. And that actually will help you. Like I know a lot of my um, clients in shadow work have such a hard time letting go, letting go, detaching. But the thing is, if you can actually become the powerful being that you truly are, and you can see yourself in the future, pull yourself away from whatever um, limitation you're in now, you know that you can expand and grow to anything. So when you see yourself in a higher perception, it'd be easier for you to let go of old because it's not doing anything for you anyways. You know, is it really giving you happiness every single day? Is it giving you energy? Is it giving you love? Is it inspiring you? Are you in service? Are you helping humanity? Are you know that you're in your mission? You know you're eating something delicious? Are you tantrika? tantric motions like it's bliss you guys enjoy and it is magical but it's the energy of you know most are more afraid of their light than their dark and this is what the next 10 years is going to be it's going to be even more brighter so if you're actually more afraid of the light and you're more comfortable in your dark guess what you're about to get very uncomfortable and it's going to be harder for you to really stay in your ego. But this is the this is the miracle. This is where it gets really good because you can just decide right now, listening to this, that I'm done. I will do what I need to do to get myself into the light and be that light, but also understand that the darkness is with me and I'm gonna love that darkness through the inner work and through my, um, you know, transmutation, my rituals, being honest, being authentic, you know, honoring it, no more toxic or false positivity, no more denial of self, no more resisting, just really just owning everything and bringing the light in because that's how powerful we are. And 1221 is going to really showcase that. And to those of you who are in this consciousness and vibing with me, you know, you're going to have a lot more haters. You're going to have a lot more people who are not going to like you because your light's going to irritate their darkness. And you know what? That is a gift. And know that you have the strength and power to be disliked. And um, I think it's very liberating. It, it brings me great joy to see such hatred posted on my stuff because I'm like blessed 
because in the end of the day, that has nothing to do with me. It has to do with that person and their darkness. And all I do is, you know what, much love to you. Or if anything, if it gets too much, like get the fuck off my page. You know what I mean? That's the wild feminine in me. Like, I'm not going to tolerate it if it's disrespectful. You know what? If you call me demonic, it's because it's the aspect of yourself that's demonic through your ego and your shadow that you are too scared to even face. Get the fuck off my page. Peace. And that's what we're going to be feeling as light warriors. We are the warrior of God and goddess. And we don't have to tolerate this shit. Don't fall victim into the light and love community because that community is also somewhat afraid of their own shadow because the truth is always going to trigger. And there is truth in everything, but it's up to the individual to really dissect what's true to them. We are all great manifestors. We are all co-creators. We are all here with such vibrational frequencies that can shift everything. And in the end of the day, how much drama do you want to keep in your life? Or are we really going to go somewhere? Because I'm telling you, if I'm going somewhere, which I already have, I'm going somewhere great. And I don't want anything or anyone to interfere with my peace. Anybody that is in my awareness or close to me is because it's in balance and harmony. We can have those honest conversations. We can speak and we can also be heard and witnessed. We can be intimate. We can be vulnerable. We can be uncomfortable and then have gratitude for all of it because we know that it's part of the experience here. Okay. So my loves, if you need help with anything, please let me know. Listen, in the end of the day, we have to realize that, you know, we all have resistance and we all have denial within ourselves. And this is you giving yourself permission to say, I don't need to do this on my own. I actually can do this with someone. So remember that we are here as light workers, shadow workers, or however you want to label yourself. Okay. But for me personally, I'm fully on mission. I've been on mission for a few years. I'm fully in service. That's all I do. But I also understand the exchange of energy. The last thing I want to say before I go is be wary of your lack. And when it comes to money, so many people still say, I want to do this and do this with you. And then a couple of days later, like, I don't have the money. That's lack mentality and that's old energy that needs to go. If you're really called to do something, go do it. Money is energy. So if you decide not to do it, guess what's going to happen? That money that you were expecting is not going to come in or maybe not as much as you want it. Everything is energy. You're going to watch my page for free for the next three years. That's what's going to come in free energy, free, free. What does that mean? You're not truly investing in yourself. I invested so much time and energy in myself and I would do it until the last breath here because I understand the energy behind money. Money has two different energies that people are looking at. One, which is the old world that we talked about that is dead. And then the new energy, which is it's just energy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Meaning if you have the will 
and you have the desire for something and your heart's truly telling you to do it, you should be doing it. It's that simple. All right, my loves, I love you all so much. Many blessings to you, your journey, your day, and I will be on soon.